Hey there, welcome to the Exciter Show. I'm Chris Pugh. With me, I got Paul Yanchek. Uh, Joe Frost is out tonight, but we hope to have him back next week. Paul, how you doing? Fantabulous. Fantastic. Um, let me say this, because um, I'm looking at making this announcement. Uh, earlier today, we did a YouTube show where we tried to live video on it. We actually had people calling in, everything else like that. I want to bring this to the Accenture show, and I haven't got a chance to talk to Paul. We can just experiment on the other show. Next week, let's plan on having a live show. We'll try to nail down a time beforehand so you know when to call in. But call in. We want to talk about our goofy stories with you. How about that, Paul? Wouldn't that be exciting? <laughs> yeah, let's uh... – yeah, I, I just I feel like it's going to raise the intelligence level of our show, and uh, hopefully we're ready for that. Well, and let me say this. I think people are probably saying, eh, I don't need it when it's not live on their feed. You know what I mean? You, you look at all the Facebook posts and Twitter posts and all this other stuff, and you're not clicking on everything you see. You're, you're saying, hey, and when it's just a link, you say, eh, I don't need this, but here's what I can get afraid of, and this is why I'm bringing this up. If you see that live, I think you're more likely to stop a little bit, but understand some of the stuff we're talking about in the Accenture show. So maybe we should start saying this before we do every Accenture show. 99% of the time, we're just joking. Uh, it's been a hard day. We feel it's good <laughs> to blow off some steam and say ridiculous things. I mean, already on the show, I was trying to justify what was one of the first stories we did about the guy who had the gender reveal party, but he did it with a big explosive or something. He, he blew oh, out like half doing. his village or whatever else the case might be. <laughs> I was defending the guy. Uh, what else? What else did I defend? Oh, Bishop Sycamore. I I defended Bishop Sycamore. I said we should all live a Bishop Sycamore lifestyle. Uh, what did we talk about last week? The, I, the, the mom who let the daughter take her goldfish to school. Yeah. We had that mom like going to child services. And <laughs> and uh, I will preface this by saying Joe Frost said this, not me. And who knows? Joe Frost maybe <laughs> is getting sued today. Maybe that's why he's not here. Uh, but Joe Frost, uh, we, we shared a story about uh, this lady was uh, beating up this uh, guy, this other woman's car, but she thought that the woman that owned that car was cheating with this guy. It turned out it was the wrong woman. Uh, but we ended up yelling at the woman whose car was <laughs> bashed and blaming her for the incident. So lots of stuff happening. So when we go to live video with this, laugh. No, we're saying ridiculous things. <laughs> sit there and say, I thought Paul was a pastor or, you know, is it Chris or a Christian who tells the truth in the media? We're just blowing off steam. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Enjoy it. We're trying to give you some enjoyment in, in your otherwise tough week. So that's my, what do you call it? Not my preface, but my... Disclaimer. Yes, disclaimer. Yeah, so hopefully you'll remember that next week so we don't get canceled. Or we need a fast-talking person to like do that little like end-of-commercial fast-talk stuff. And like the Etcetera show is for entertainment purposes only. And oh, man. I've got an idea that we should talk about. You know, some 
uh, Fiverr, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, Robin the Cube have a podcast. They had a show where they went into Fiverr and they were looking at stuff they could buy. There was so much stuff for your podcast you could buy on Fiverr, Paul. They bought a theme song for the podcast for 15 bucks. And, <laughs> and they, this, it was some British guy. He did a rap about their show. And I hate to steal ideas off Robin Akiva, but my goodness, Paul, we need a rap song for our Steelers podcast or et cetera podcast. Oh, it would be fantastic. So, yeah, you, me, and Joe, we got some stuff to talk about when, when Joe comes back. So, should be good. Well, let's talk about some ridiculous things. Let's get ourselves in a little bit more trouble today. Uh, picked out three stories. Uh, first of all, I thought this was interesting. And let me say this because I might get in trouble with you if I don't ask you about this before we start talking about it. Do you have Alexa in your home? No, I do not. I don't either. Do you have any desire to have Alexa in your home? Are you like, man? No, I, I don't even do like. I know my uh, my kids on their phone. They can, I guess, they pull up Alexa or something and ask questions. And uh, I, I'm not of that generation. I, I don't feel the need to talk to a device. I'm not big conspiracy theorist guy. Like I don't think there's a real Alexa like spying on all of us because there's 200 million of us. Are, are they really spying on 200 <laughs> million different people? Maybe, you know, they could suspect something, or but they're not spying on everybody. We're really not that interesting of people. But yeah. my contention with Alexa is it feels like an intruder in your house. I know Alexa is a nice voice. I know, you know, it's not like Alexa's like, hey, punk, you know, throw your hands up. You know, it's more <laughs> of like, hi, you know. It's how you make cookies you know, and everything else like that. But I just don't need that. I want less voices in my house. I want my family in my house. I don't want other computerized voices. You know, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm an introvert by nature. And so adding one more thing that I have to talk to, no, no thanks. Now, let's do a disclaimer, though, because we could get in trouble for what you just said. I like listening to podcasts. I like having those voices in my house. You should want to have our voices in your house, but listen to our podcast. Well, but we're not interacting with those right. voices. Yes, exactly. We're not saying, now at the end, we're going to tell you some ways you can help support the show, but we're not answering all your questions every day. Like, we're not saying, you're not saying, hey, et cetera, you know, how do you cook broccoli? And we're like, oh, here's how you cook broccoli. <laughs> yeah, we don't do that. So, yes. Well, I just had to disclaim because there's some smart people out there that would be like, hey, why are they saying that? So that's not the case. Um, so, yeah, now my wife had a bit going with my daughter where my daughter would say, Hey, Alexa, do this. And Alexa would answer and she would giggle. And I thought that was funny, but that's when we're all together and we were just messing around with Alexa. But here's the interesting thing. It kind of scares me because my daughter's on nine. There's a story, uh, talking about how Alexa had to update its voice assistant after a 10-year-old girl was told to touch a coin in the prongs of a half-inserted plug. I mean, what's going on with that? Well, because initially it sounds like just some evil intending person behind the thing, but it was, she asked Alexa for 
popular challenges or something. And that randomly came up as a popular TikTok challenge, which I don't understand why that would be. Um, and she tries it and suffers the consequence of what happens when you basically stick a, a something metal into an outlet. And I know that doesn't happen all the time. It was just one of those things that, you know, it was the wrong question at the wrong time. I totally get all of that. But I'm like, <laughs> do we, I, you know, I'm using technology guy. Hey, you can summon any type of technology. I'm down. But when Alexa's telling you weird things like that, you know, stop, you know, it's, do we really need Alexa? I, I mean, it's not Big Brotherish. It's not the Antichrist. It's not World and World Government or anything else like that. But at the same time, it's too much. You know, lay off Alexa. You know, we need something better here. You know, <laughs> I don't know. It, it just yeah. I mean, just me. the the unfiltered sense of if Alexa's basically just pulling up what's trending right now, you're gonna have insanity like this coming. I would say, and yeah, this is the point of our discussion where I'm going to start saying, Alexa's smart, like, you know, as we go back and forth. <laughs> but I can't go back and forth here because I don't, I, I, I don't know. I can't defend Alexa here. It's just a friend of mine, he has Alexa in his house. And he's like, oh, isn't this great? And he said, you know, he said, play this song. And it, it played this song. And I'm like, here, I'll get on my phone on YouTube Music and type in a band I like and hit play. Okay, yeah, that took me so two steps. I think for us, there but... were there was like a rash of movies like in the late '80s where houses could talk, and all of a sudden, then oh, the yeah. voice behind the house takes control. So I think there's that embedded sense of you know, once you start getting involved with Alexa, you're like setting yourself up to live in a horror movie. I'm just looking at like it's not desirable. I mean, I get hooked in. Madden comes out, and they got always got some little perk like, "Oh, the players look more real." I'm like, "Ooh, I'm in here. Take my money. Take my money." <laughs> I don't know what Alexa could do that would make me say, "Take my money." I mean, I, I I just don't get it. And I'll be honest with you, right now, our family problem is just more time. Our family problem is our kids and, and their special needs, but. They need constant attention. And hey, we're parents. We love them. We will give them constant attention if that, that's needed. But you don't have time to think. I'm not talking about time alone or whatever else like that. So if Alexa could entertain my kids without telling them to put crap in the sockets, maybe <laughs> I'll be down. I, I mean, I need Alexa to safely entertain my kids for hours at a time. And not by letting them just right, look at technology all the time. What we need to do is create like a bubble within the internet where TikTok alone dwells. And TikTok has no influence on the rest of the internet because th there's a bubble of insanity in TikTok that just needs like its own padded cell. Okay. Or how do you make how do you make it where like your Alexa or TikTok or whatever you want to do can babysit your kids? And I'm not talking like oh it's like TV babysit your kids where you're popping from a TV and there's zombies for eight hours. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I really want 
like robots. Now, this is getting really weird because, you know, robots to me are kind of a weird thing. I want somebody <laughs> that can safely watch my kids I don't have to pay. So if there's a robot that would do it that wouldn't malfunction or anything, I want to be able to watch my kids. That's See, a big you, ask. If you can provide that for me, I'll get freaky. You know what I mean? Okay, that sounds weird. I don't mean like that. I'm just saying I'll start believing in robots. I'll start I'll have Alexas all over my house, whatever it takes. You know, I'll be all in with your, you know, one world technology, but Terminator, man. Yeah, well, that's my pain point. I want somebody to safely watch my kids so I can have a moment to think. I don't know. That's you just want to live in Terminator. Do you have a pain point? Is there something that would make you say, hey, Terminator lifestyle is good for me? Whoa, boy. If the Steelers could go 16-1 and this year and have a great chance of Super Bowl, <laughs> is that your pain point? Would you accept Alexa and all that stuff? <laughs> no, I, I think the if, let's see, if there's something that Alexa could do that would get me on board would be, I would say read a book to me, but you got audible and all these other things that do that. So I, it's going to take, it would take me a while to think about something that Alexa could offer that would say, you know what? I'm on board now. I just not interested. And realistically, Alexa can't watch my kids. Like unless you get like a doll to come in to do that, you know, like, (laughs) I hate, I hate bringing this up. Like, there's a weird craze where people are into love dolls, where they, you know, they're like, "Hey, I don't want a love doll. I'm saying, I want a work <laughs> doll." Like, but, but now I'm like advocating for slavery with robots. I mean, it just sounds so weird, and like, I feel like I'm. See, I was going to say I'm not saying anything crazy in this first segment, but now I'm advocating for robot slavery, which is. I don't know if that would cancel me, but it's weird. It's very weird, to say the least. Yeah, and then the machines get the machines rise up, and you've got Terminator. If they do, they do. It all comes back to Terminator. I I was reading a story today talking about there's some serious climate change issues. That yeah, I think we need to do more to help the climate, but God's in control. And if God, like my mom was telling me this every weekend, what if when God destroys the heavens and the earth, you know, at the end, if climate change is part of that? Now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't give a care about climate change, but if it's the way it's going to happen, it's the way it's going to happen. I'm starting to think about that a little bit more often now, where as long as we're on the earth, we got to do as much as we can to help protect it. But if it's not going to help, it's not going to help. And that's what I'm saying about the, Terminator and the robots and everything. I don't want to bring around the Terminator and the robots, but if that's how the world's <laughs> going to end, it's going to be on the world end. We might as well sit back, enjoy it. It'll be good. But what if that that grand divine plan is God saying they're going to make such a stupid mistake, and uh, so if if there's a way to avoid the stupid mistake, maybe that would be more in the divine plan to. Not engage in the stupid mistake. So, so it's almost like God's choose your own adventure book, where God say, "Hey, I'm still in control, but I'm going to give two ways of going. 
Like, do you go to page 54 or do you go to page 85? And however they decide to go, they're going to go, right? Well, it's kind of like playing in traffic and saying, well, if if I'm going to die by being hit by a car, then so be it. It's like, well, but you could also not play in the street, too, though. Right. Well, and that's what I'm saying. If it's something like super serious, like climate change, yeah, fight against climate change. I mean, you know, take care of your environment, take care of what God gave you. But what I'm saying is if, if the world ends up where God's like, not to, you know, God's like, hey, this is my way of cleaning up at the end of the world and everything. Maybe it's a way of cleaning up. I don't, I don't know. Now we're getting way too deep. I'm That's still not ushering in Terminator. Yeah. Terminator's going to start at your house and I'm going to just know what direction to be looking out for. If it'll give me one night of having a date night with my wife, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the I, whole I, world under the bus. <laughs> yes. I would be subject to slavery rule by robots if I'll make it work. So very good. Man, we've <laughs> gone from a discussion of love dolls, robots, slavery, and we kind of threw in what? A like a spiritual discussion of <laughs> climate change. <laughs> this has gone like five hundred directions. You usually choose the one that <laughs> revels and taking us in the weird places, but we, we've gone there. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, we're doing this for you, bud. It'll be good. All right, well, let's get to the next topic. <laughs> I, I'm getting myself behind. I'm getting all excited here. Um, yeah, some interesting stuff. Um. Paul, I bring this up. I'm a man of faith. You're a pastor. Uh, I don't know why we're starting to talk about arson a lot more in the show, but I, I guess it's okay. Uh, Boone County, Kentucky. Uh, there was a house there. Uh, it caught fire. Now, uh, this is back in August, but this hasn't... I, I didn't see this until today. Um, it caught fire. He's not charged with arson. Okay? Um, Charles Bones, he admitted to starting the fire... By turning on the stove's gas burners and pouring gasoline around the house, you know I'm not the the most wisest um, man around the house when it comes to safety. You know I might make a small mistake that could lead to a fire. Even I know that doesn't understand any of this stuff about how to properly care for a home. Know that you should not turn on the gas burners and pour gas around the house. <laughs> That's that won't work. And that's, you know, you, at first you mentioned that the house caught fire. It's like, it was set on fire. Um, right. And th this is the guy who believes that God told him to do it, right? Right. Yeah. So just in all seriousness, all joking aside, as a public service announcement, I do believe that God speaks to us. Um, but as a as a kindness to anyone who's listening... God will never ask you to be destructive. Please do not set your house on fire. God will not ask you to do that. Now, I can say that confidently. I hate to judge people based on the way they look, but I saw a picture of the man, and the man doesn't seem right. You know, in the way his appearance and the way he cares for himself. I, I, I agree with you on God's not going to tell you to be destructive. Um, yeah. Now, this is interesting. I hate to take this guy's side, but... You're going to. I'm not pro-Kentucky at all. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> I don't, and again, I got to be careful because we're talking about the Almighty. I mean, we're not talking about somebody goofy. Yeah, I don't think God wants you to be destructive. But, you know, I I would hate to say God would say leave a certain state. But if he had to say that, like if you had to say if God ever told you to leave a state, Kentucky would probably be in the top five of states that you would need to leave, right? <laughs> um, What would be the other four? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if you want to look at it strictly from a, a religious stance, maybe Nevada wouldn't be good because of all the casinos there, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Kentucky. Iowa's got to be on there. I mean, Iowa's just uh, – and all of those, like, the, the Dakotas, I mean, that, there's nothing there anyway. That's Right. Well, and I think Iowa's way overrated because you want a good state for sports. And granted, Iowa has a billion times more sports than the Dakotas have. But what does Iowa have? You know, they had that Field of Dreams game, which I watched that for like five minutes. And for the first five minutes, I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. After five minutes, I'm like, uh, this is getting old. And after 10 minutes, I'm like, <laughs> I'd rather watch anything. Oh. We have to have our wives on because my wife was watching a show in Discovery about the thousand pound woman or something like that. I don't know if your wife's oh, ever watched yeah. that. Your wife's probably down. She's, she's really like the like my eight hundred pound life and those things, yeah. All right, she's probably down. I was watching it, I had a ton of questions about that. But what I'm saying is a show like that would be a lot better than why after ten minutes of baseball, you're probably like, Show me that show. I want to watch eight hundred pound life or thousand <laughs> pound sisters. You're like, I don't need that. So that's what Iowa has. That's their main calling card sporting event. And then what else do they have? They've got the Iowa Hawkeyes. Because remember what they do, and it's a nice story, but it's so cheesy. Where at the end of the third quarter, they all turn around because the children's hospital overlooks the stadium. And everyone turns back and waves at the kids. And yes, it's nice because the kids have cancer and they're dying and everything. But that's your main tradition. Hey, at the end of the third quarter, <laughs> when we're getting beat, we turn around and say, Hi, kids. <laughs> Say what uh, you want. But anyway, about. Back to, yeah, Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's a good term when talking to my kids. Okay, they're just waving back at hospital. I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. But but what I'm saying is, okay, yeah, it's ridiculous to say that God would tell you to be destructive or to leave a certain state. Um, you know, I, I kind of look at, it, hey, you know, sometimes people blame God when they want to do something. Hey, God told me to do this, so it's okay. So I, I guess to that guy's credit. He really wanted to get out of Kentucky. <laughs> now, he shouldn't have burned down his house on the way out. But I credit the fact he wanted to get out of Kentucky. Smart man. I'll put it like that. I mean, if you, well, I'd imagine his prison time is going to be in Kentucky. So he, oh, he's yeah. stuck in Kentucky now. Um, I mean, if, if you're out shoveling your snow or plowing your snow and, and you suddenly have this inner prompting to take care of your neighbor's driveway. It could be God. If okay. you have this urge of, I'm going to blow my house up. No. No. That's not. No. What What is Sophie's choice that would be? You talk about movies. 
I want to see a movie. Okay, what if they did a movie about this guy's life? And then, okay, he's in trouble. He burned down his house. And let's say it said, okay, you got two options for your sentence. You you want to get out of Kentucky. Well, if you serve your sentence in Kentucky, you only have to serve 10 years. But, you know, if you want to serve it in Ohio or Tennessee or Pennsylvania or Indiana or whatever states around there, you have to serve 20 years. What do you think that guy's going to pick? 10 years. But it's going to be in Kentucky. Because then you serve your time and then you move out of the state. (laughs) Right. That's your quickest route out of the state. But he can move out of the state instantaneously. You'd have to move to jail. But at least he'd be out of the state. He, I mean, it would be null and void because he wouldn't be any, there'd be no experience of being out of the state. It would be the same as prison in Ohio. It's probably the same as prison in Kentucky. Okay. So to serve your 10 years in Kentucky, then bolts in year 11, as opposed to 20 years in Ohio. You could be in Ohio in 11 years instead of 20. I'd love this guy to be on the podcast. Yeah. Hey, let's know if you know the guy. Maybe you can help book him on. We can ask him that question. I, I, don't I, th- I don't think we want him on. I think he's crazy enough where he might say he'd rather do the 10 years in Kentucky. I mean, the 20 years elsewhere. He's got to get out of Kentucky. You're right. Jail's jail. I mean, once you're in jail for a while, you lose track of where you're at. You know, you might, you might as well be on Mars or whatever. It doesn't matter. But still, the guy's <laughs> crazy enough. You never know. It'll be good. All right. Now, yes, I know that in the Old Testament, God asked people to do weird things. That's Old yes. Covenant. We are in New Covenant. So just in case there's comments about that whole bag of worms, that they're, yeah, just, uh, I know they're, Different covenant. There, there are some weird stuff in the Old Testament. I'll, I'll concede. Different covenant. Check this out. Live shows coming in a week or two. You might. We may have some responses about that show. You never know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Nick Sarah showed uh, debate in the religious theory. <laughs> oh wow. Wouldn't that be fantastic? All right. Let's look at our last story. Um, there's this guy. He's eating Wheaties every day. Well, I'm assuming it's every day. He said daily since 1943. He's going to yep. be on the cereals box. Um, so I'm looking at, let's see, 1943. How long is that? I'm trying to do my math. 79 years? Wow. And he's, 90, he's 99. That makes sense. So, I mean, he was started out when he was 20. Now, we talked about this pre-show, and, and Paul, I agree with you. Wheaties is a crappy cereal. Shame on him. <laughs> he, he should pick out better cereal like Fruity, Fruity Pebbles or, you know, one of those. <laughs> I'm sure Fruity Pebbles wasn't around back then, but I, I, I don't know. Um, let's see. What's this guy's name? Clarence Fret. Oh, what a name. Uh, he lives in Marion, <laughs> Iowa. Okay, so you got to think about this too, Paul. He's in Iowa. You called Iowa one of the worst states of America, and I piled on by a, uh, saying a creepy story about kids of cancer. I'm not sure um, those are my exact words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, okay, so and he, he ate the cereal since he first served in the Coast Guard in 1943, according to the story. Um, he's going to be on a box. <laughs> I see a picture here of Clarence Fred. It's not the most appealing look for Clarence. He holds his chest out. <laughs> so Clarence looks like he's 
and you look at him on the you see at the table all proper, so he looks thin, but uh, he kind of like lost his chest out, so it looks like he's probably 100 pounds more than he really is. But I don't know, it's <laughs> interesting. I mean, okay, here's my take Wheaties are horrible, you should not eat Wheaties. But I'm the type of guy that once I find that thing I like, I'll eat that every day. I'm good with that. Sure. If it's crap like pizza or if it's like health food like green beans, good for him. I, I, I really want to call him a monster. And he's kind of a monster for eating weeds, but <laughs> he's all right. Go, Clarence. Yeah, I mean, it, if you're... <sighs> Yeah, if you're going to eat a cereal every day for that long, it's good to have a be a healthy cereal, but at least upgrade to something with flavor, my man. Just something. And for having that stuff every day for that long, he needs to be their permanent mascot. Just have, have him on the front of the box, but moving forward, he should always be somewhere in the box. Like, we say his name's Clarence. Is that it? You know, where's yeah. Clarence? It'll be like a game. When you're eating okay. cereal, you got to play Where's Clarence. I would say they should do something cool, like give him cereal every day for his life, but that may not be that good. <laughs> there may not be that many much of a cereal they have to give to him. But, uh, <laughs> sorry. Now, now I've got old age jokes. I mean, it's just a funny thought. I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean way to go, Clarence. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> we love you, Clarence. I mean, just taking care of his health. I mean, yeah, if, if that's his secret, then yeah, go for it. But uh, I just feel like I, I'd rather die at 80 and enjoy my cereal than have those extra 19 years and have it be Wheaties every morning. Yeah. I, I'll swap those years for flavor. Now, I'm hoping, well, and you know, the more I'm reading this, okay, they put his face on Wheaties box. He's got the box. You see the picture of him with it. You think they just produced that one Wheaties box? I hope not. I oh, want to be able to go to my grocery store tomorrow morning and see Clarence's box on the shelf. Otherwise, we need to, like, riot on his behalf. I'm reading this story. I think it's one. You know that I mean? is wrong. That's a crime against Clarence. I, I hope that's not the case. I hope I'm wrong, but that's he deserves better than that. That's the impression I'm getting from the way the story's read. Uh, uh, I, I hope so. Not. Patronizing. Oh yeah, I'm the boycott Wheaties now. <laughs> they did him dirty. I boycott Wheaties for the past forty years. So <laughs> I'll continue <laughs> my boycott Wheaties. <laughs> But now there's a reason other than its flavor for me to boycott it. Now there's principle behind it. Some other news of Clarence. Um, lots of comparisons to the Lou Gehrig because he's from the Lou Gehrig time. Um, but he joined the Coast Guard on his 21st birthday. He was recruited to cut hair. Wow. I mean, good for him. I mean, I, I'm not going to start ripping on veterans here, but my goodness. So I wonder but- if- isn't I mean, military haircuts are just kind of buzz, buzz, buzz. Your, I mean, the, is there skill that Clarence brought that nobody else could provide? Well, he, here's the other thing. He was recruited. 
But I'm wondering, you know, during that time, there was a draft and a lot of people got drafted. You had to go over and, you know, it was harder to stay alive in World War II. We'll just put it like that. Um, but he got recruited. But, man, if I got drafted, I would cut hair instead of, you know, being on the front lines. Um, yeah, but and- I'm just uh, – but, I mean, what's what skill – I mean, was there, like, a bidding war for Clarence? I mean, did, could he handle a razor like nobody's business? Or what – I mean, is a buzz cut a buzz cut, or is there a nuance to it? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, and then he cut hair. Um, you know, front barber service in Marion. You see a picture of that? Opened it in 1949, cut hair until he was 88. His daughters are now running the business. So this is a long-term business. Um, boy, lots of information here about Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> If I had a lot more about Clarence than I ever thought I would know about him. Um, we should have a merch store and just have Clarence t-shirts. Yeah, we need Clarence to be on the podcast. We got to start. Oh, my goodness. Paul, you know, we, we talked about these live shows. Could you imagine? You know, we usually pick two or three stories to talk about. We need to start having these people on live. Like, I should talk about the story. We should say ridiculous things about these guys and say, hey, here's Clarence. <laughs> and, you know, Clarence comes Clarence, on. You know. Clarence went to bed six hours ago, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tape that part early. You know, they do that sometimes on radio where they're like, you know, they'll play it live, but they'll tape it early. I, I don't know. But, no, no, it'll be interesting. I Just a lot of information about Clarence's family and all sorts of stuff. I'm like, <laughs> It's a national story. Yeah, yeah, he has his face on Wee's box and might be the only one out there. Be, you know, what are you going to do? So, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out if there's a uh, serial box. Yeah. Yes. The Ohio insufficient position is congrats. Yay, Clarence. Uh, <laughs> what serial box should we be on if we're going to be on a serial box? Um... I don't even know what my Boy, nothing is. beats a bowl of Crave. Crave? I love Crave. Yeah. That's, a, that's something something that's available in Mississippi during those <laughs> the, the parties that we're we going to. No, what is Crave? Crave is just, I mean, it's just a simplistic beauty. It's like a, kind of like your regular cereal. It's like a rectangle, and inside there's chocolate. It's just simple. Oh, wow. But fantastic. Does that wake you up in the morning? Sometimes I, I'm i really tired when I wake up. And if, if Nothing I wakes me up crazy, in the morning. Okay. So Crave's not like a big sugar rush that's going to get me going in the morning. No. I mean, I drink coffee. I mean, coffee doesn't wake me up. It just gives me a fighting chance of staying awake. Okay. Like, tomorrow... You know, we're taping this. It's 1130. Um, I got to work early. You know, they just call me in. I got to start work at 6 a.m. So would that crave rev me up for the day, you know? But, because I'm going to be driving um, a little bit tomorrow. I, I understand that. But I mean, that. It sounds like you kind of need a, a sugar crush. So you might need like a Fruity Pebbles or a Fruit Loops. Okay. I think or I Lucky need- Charms. Lucky Charms is where you want to go then. Here's the problem I have. I think I've eaten way too much of that cereal over my life. It's lost all effectiveness. Look, look here. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm getting a little tired now. So I got me a Diet Pepsi. 
can you imagine on video? We could get endorsements for this. <laughs> Paul, drink a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? You know? Man, video, the sales will just go through the roof. Everyone's like, man, I need a Diet Pepsi. But, but I'm thinking, man, Diet Pepsi will wake me up. I think I've had so much Diet Pepsi over the years that it's kind of my senses have dulled to the positive effect of Diet Pepsi. It's like someone That's just Pepsi killing you. Yeah, it's like someone who's done cocaine all of their life, where literally cocaine does nothing to them anymore. They're like, whatever. You know, like, it stole their senses. Cocaine's not even that. It's almost like, you know, ingesting powder. It doesn't really hurt you, help you, or whatever. It's just, it's out there. I mean, I, I'm worried about you now. Have you never had Dr. Pepper? Yeah, I have had Dr. Pepper. I have had Crave. That's a new one to me. I, I know what Dr. Pepper is. I don't know what Crave is. So, so if you've had Dr. Pepper, why are you drinking a Pepsi? I know. We're cheap. Diet Pepsi was on sale this week. That's why we had Diet Pepsi. <laughs> you would have to pay me substantial money to become a Pepsi drinker. I mean, I'm okay if to die Pepsi. I, I, I wouldn't. I don't swear by it, but I'm okay if it. It's all right. Ugh. But that seat always tastes flat. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. It's always based on, oh, it's all right. Like, I'm going to go sit and say, dang, it tastes great. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. No worries. Very good. Um, We probably should close up shop because I'm looking at the time going, dang, I got to get up early tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Trying to figure out some stuff to promote. Um. As always, check our sponsors. Just go to our, our podcast page. Uh, click on the links. Um, take advantage of deals. Uh, help support us. Oh, what else is going on? Um, behind the steel curtain. Now, we've got uh, some behind-the-scenes discussions we're going to be excited to tell you about. Um, but for now, uh, check our behind the steel curtain podcasts. Uh, we usually make fun of teams and cities. We're a little concerned. Steelers aren't doing that well. So Paul and I just gripe about how rough our team's playing and what they could do. That's where we, we've laid out there. Um, we kind of a shorter week of podcast. Uh, we taped a big YouTube show earlier where uh, we had a live call-in show, and that was great fun. You got to check that out. Um, some people from past called in. Uh, we talked – man, Paul, we talked – NFL, we talked college football. It was kind of like a half sports, half pop culture, half live chat. It was crazy. Uh, but we're looking forward to at least bring that into our Excedra show where we can have people call in. Um, not just that, but also our Steelers show. Uh, we're trying to do some um, wrangling around. And, man, we could have live calls during the Steelers show. Man, I'm – I'm excited, but a little nervous at the same time. We'll see what happens. So, oh boy. Oh, yeah. So, that's what's going on. Check all that stuff. Uh, check out my newspaper. Um, Paul, I, I've i been crushed this week, but I think that you saw my article I wrote about the great Ohio State quarterbacks. Did you see that? Yep. Yep. I, I thought about that thinking about you. Uh, we always write our stories based on Google Trends. There was a Google trend about Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL, and I'm like, Paul would like that story. So I spent an hour or two at work putting together that list. 
uh, Shocker Sports Editor. Uh, we have a new sports editor that hasn't been in the area for that long. And he was like, who is the top passing yards Ohio State guy in history? And we did some research. Mike Tomzak. Uh, he had some Steelers connections and everything. But he was mostly a backup during his career. And he had the most with only 17,000 yards. And the third best quarterback on that list, believe it or not, was a punter, Tom Tupa, who uh, he played quarterback with Ohio State. Um, he was quarterback slash punter, but he mostly punted in the NFL. He was like a backup quarterback too, but he was the second highest overall passer in history with like 8,000 yards, and that's two good seasons right now. So, And we did a little analysis of Justin Fields. So a little erratic. Um, he's not a flame out by any means, but he's had a really off and on year for the Bears. So we talked about that. So yeah, check out uh, local journalism. Um, you might be like, "Well, where are your stories?" I tweet them out all the time. So follow me at Chris Pew Three or Chris Pew Edits on Twitter, and you can follow me there. Um, follow Paul Yancheck on Twitter as well. Uh, Paul, you've got a uh, don't you? We well, had some sermon videos come out, right? Yeah, and I I am in a mad dash of assignments for my final round of doctoral classes. So by the time January is over, I can get back into a regular rhythm of talking about books and all kinds of other stuff. So come February, I'll be in a group of that. There'll be 50 book reviews a day, because I'm sure Paul is still reading the books, and it'll be good to go. All right, trying to think if there's anything else we should talk about or promo. Oh, that that's about it. Well, well Paul, as always, it's been fun. We, we missed Joe tonight, but Paul, you and I held the torch for everybody. We, we, we made it work. We um, treaded water. <laughs> we, we, we definitely did. Um, so, yeah, next week we got more Exeter stuff to talk about, uh, more Steelers stuff to talk about. couple announcements coming up. Uh, I can tell you one of them. Uh, get ready for live shows with Accenture probably as early as next week. We'll put it like that with the Accenture show. And we're excited to share some stuff we got in the works for the Steelers as well. Uh, for Paul, this is Chris. I'm getting sleepy, man, so we better go. Thanks for checking out the Accenture show. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>